County is full of amazing stories, and the purpose of this podcast is to collect those stories from the people that live them. Where We Landed is a podcast that recognizes our whole history told by the individuals that live and love this small Indiana county. Where We Landed is supported today by Advanced Plumbing. Advanced Plumbing has been serving Grant and surrounding counties since 2000. Founded by Patrick Parnell, Advanced Plumbing has built a reputation for reliable, dependable, high-quality plumbing services at an affordable price. The legacy continues as Advanced Plumbing is now owned by Miranda Parnell Lozier and her husband Garen. With a full team of licensed, highly qualified plumbers, Advanced Plumbing is your go-to option for all commercial and residential plumbing needs. Call us today at 765-664-6061 for a free quote on your next plumbing project. Hello and welcome to Where We Landed. I am Iris Brunner and we are excited about today's show. Today I have with me Scott Miller. Let's rock and roll. (laughs) And I have Kylie Jackson. Hey everybody. (laughs) Trying out a new intro there, huh? Just just trying them on for size. (laughs) You you took me off guard with that one. (laughs) All right. Uh, we are going to do, we are going to get to know each other a little bit better today. Normally I just look for like icebreaker questions today. I'm looking for icebreaker questions among friends. I consider you guys friends. friends. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so this is cosmopolitan's hundred questions (laughs) to get to know your BFFs. (laughs) BFFs. This is like the, the 2000 version. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So. Uh, Amanda, please participate <laughs> uh, and please stay after yeah. we finish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because um, you will be our friend now. <laughs> yeah. We'll start with an easy one. Well, an easy one compared to the rest of these on this oh, list. Great. Oh gosh, Kylie, you're building it up. <laughs> uh, who was your favorite teacher growing up? That's neat. Oh. That's. I feel like we've done this one. And I feel like I'm going to say a different teacher. Than Go I've for it. Before. Um, I'm going to say... Um, Miss Hoskins, she was my fourth grade teacher. Um, she is no longer Miss Hoskins. <laughs> she is married and has a different name now. Do you know it? I'm struggling to remember. Right? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, her name is Karen Hassong. Sorry. I was like on the spot just then. <laughs> but she was my fourth grade teacher. It was her first year teaching and she loved us, I think. I loved her a lot. <laughs> she threw a Halloween party for us. I dressed as a vampire and had to bob for apples with my vampire that's face. Your, that's makeup. your lasting memory. That's my lasting memory yes she was amazing mrs hassong all right scott i'm gonna go with my first grade teacher miss secret was her name oh, oh that's oh. a fun name for an elementary yeah. teacher and uh Scandalous. she was super tall she was like <laughs> she's probably like five foot tall but it seemed like she was six <laughs> foot tall as a first grader well, the first grade scott yeah and so um but anyway she was very sweet and and that was good so i liked her <laughs> So this is tough to answer as an educator, I Mm -hmm. think. Um, But I am going all the way back to kindergarten. I had Mm -hmm. Joan McManus for my kindergarten teacher. And I would say she not only was my favorite teacher, but also the teacher that probably inspired me to know that I wanted to pursue education myself. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. she was just she was just so full of life and, and made things so memorable. And to be able to remember things from kindergarten, I think that she made a, a really good impact. 
That's awesome. I, I, I need to go back. Oh, he's <laughs> changing his. Yeah, I need to say my mom. Oh, in yeah. case she, she listens to this. Yeah. <laughs> my mom is my favorite teacher because she was a kindergarten teacher for like 40 years and I never had her. But So when she listens to this episode, tell her just to skip to minute three. Yeah. Start at minute three. <laughs> yeah. yeah, forget the, forget uh, the intro. I'll keep it with the elementary school tr- uh-huh. trends since we've got Amanda here. Because okay. uh, I think when we've had this question before, I've always... High school. Uh, I said yeah. high school teachers. Mm-hmm. So I will say my second grade teacher, Mrs. Kincaid, uh, because she had birds in her room. Oh. That's Live my last one. Like Live what birds. kind of bird? I didn't know. I didn't. <laughs> Stuff <birds. laughs> yeah, pretty good. Or just pictures of birds. <laughs> that was so good, Scott. <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock or something. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, because I don't really like birds. Uh, Really, but I liked them in her class. They were very nice. Um, okay, I'm going to skip. A lot of these are really <laughs> deep, and it's uh, too early in the day to talk about some of these things. <laughs> Where are you most comfortable? Not here right now, that's for sure. Um, I am most comfortable on my couch and f- watching football. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With a blanket on mm-hmm. and a bottle of Coke next to me. That's me. That's, that's, co- that's my comfort relatable. level. Yeah. I think at home. Very relatable. Yeah. At Very home. relatable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With family. Yep. Absolutely. On the couch. Yeah. Ouch. With nothing to do. With a dog right here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Okay. We'll do right. one more. This The su- subtitle of this section is questions for learning the fun facts. Do you have any phobias? Uh, um, I'm a commitment. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But really, um, I do have a very tough time making decisions sometimes. So when I have to do absolutes, those are pretty tough for me. Yeah. I don't know that that's really a phobia. Maybe probably a phobia more is like spiders. Yeah. Circles or um, (laughs) circles. That's is a, that a real one? I think so, right? Oh, holes. It's it's holes, holes, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's an I don't have it, uh-uh. but uh, that's yeah. interesting. Mine is fear of heights. Uh, uh, says this guy that yeah. yeah. We never did post that photo. Thank you. <laughs> you just brutal. reminded me. It's it's still in my camera roll. <laughs> oh my have you ever skydived? I have not. I, I think you I should. would be down. <laughs> I think yeah. I would be down. Scott's the only person I've met but who skydived and does not recommend it. Right. Would never do it again. For me personally, I'd recommend it to anybody else, but for me. It's... Did you know you were afraid of heights before you did it? Yeah, okay. I did. I thought you were going to say, did you know you were skydiving? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody just that. pushed me out. Valid. Right. <laughs> yeah, See, I knew I was, was afraid of heights. there was this girl. Uh-huh. <laughs> Always the girl. Yep. And... Yeah, both yeah. have gone by the wayside at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so that, yeah, I would, but I would Fair recommend bite. it for other people. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're going to get real friendly real fast mm-hmm. with this answer that I'm about to give you. So I can't wait. My phobia. Um, I don't like to eat a very specific group of foods. Okay. The thought okay. of eating them causes my heart to. Is it tomatoes? Flutter. I. I don't love tomatoes. I just thought she found her soul sister. I did. I have to word this really carefully. So anything in the family of sour cream, mayonnaise, oh, cream okay. cheese, ranch oh, yeah. dressing. Oh, those, you just named my five favorite food, food groups. <laughs> like, yeah, it is a very That's clear line for really? me. Really? Oh, 
So what's your favorite condiment? I like vinegary things. Oh, so okay. I'm like, I love Italian dressing. I love A1 steak sauce. Give me all the like oil and vinegar mm. on my salad, but. Mm. Not the creamy, Ooh, not the, the creamy white sauces. Do you like peanut butter? I do. Okay. Yeah. I, was say, yeah. I have trust issues with people that don't like peanut butter. So Horse peanut butter all, no, no, <laughs> no, thank See. you. No, thank you. It's a very specific group yeah. and they all yeah. have, they really share certain tendencies like Greek yogurt. No, no thank it. you. Like, they're all my no, favorites. So are we still well, friends? And I guess I should. Yeah. We, we can be friends. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We just won't eat together. I'll just save your ranch. <laughs> yeah. Just, just me pass me all those things. <laughs> I have like a, a campaign and my friends at work will laugh if, if they listen to this, which they probably won't. But if they do, when we go places and like, you know, we have a boxed lunch or something that is served to us. And I always want to like secretly have a campaign don't assume that I want sauce on my sandwich. <laughs> like I really want to spread the word because <laughs> spread the word. There's yeah, always no somebody spread. that's got some mayo on there and <laughs> it's a pass for me. Some of you may recognize the voice of the person. We haven't introduced her yet, but we're going to do that right now. So Amanda Varner and Amanda is a teacher and administrator at Mississinawa. Maybe was a teacher, now an administrator at Mississinawa. She's also a Lilly scholarship winner. I am. So that's big stuff. Went to IWU and then on to Ball State and then chose to stay local. And so welcome Amanda Varner to their show. Thank you. And <clears throat> Amanda, if you could start with telling us how you got to Grant County and what's keeping you here at Grant County. Okay. Um, I arrived here by birth. Uh-huh. <laughs> And yes, um, so I was, Health. I was, yes, Marion General Hospital, yeah. of course, at the time. Yes, born there, um, grew up, actually the first few years of my life, um, we did, my family and I did live in Marion um, and we kind of lived sandwiched right between two streets where my grandparents were on one street and my great grandmother lived on the other one. So we had a kind of a family nucleus there and for a few different variety of reasons, we um, moved right before I started school. And that's how I became a Mississinawa Indian as we moved. And mom and dad got a house that was kind of out in the country a little bit. So we had some space and some land. And uh, my younger brother and I um, started school at Mississinawa. So I had an amazing school experience at Mississinawa. I had really positive educators and, and positive experiences. And it, it was just awesome. So um, I guess fast forwarding then to when I had that big college decision to make, um, the Lilly Scholarship was a huge part of that and just an incredible blessing that um, I still reflect on a lot today. But I chose to stay near family and stay close to home and go to Indiana Westland for my um, undergrad. And then I taught for several years, knowing that eventually my goal was going to be administration. I always knew that was going to be part of my career goal and my future. So um, Ball State was the next move for me. Um, but by then I was an adult and I was working also. So I did a lot of my classes online and kind of visited campus a little bit, but never strayed too far from home, have always lived in Gas City um, and could not imagine being anywhere else now. I mean, my roots are very deep. They're planted very deep here in Grant County and Gas City specifically. So for those that don't know, can you tell us what the Lilly Scholarship is? Yeah, absolutely. So the Lilly Scholarship, I think, has gone through a few different changes over the years, but um Back in my day, I can't believe I'm saying that now, but it feels like a long time ago. Um, 
the Lilly tuition scholarship is a, um, a full tuition scholarship to any college and university in the state of Indiana. And when I received that scholarship, scholarship, it was awarded to two different individuals in Grant County. There were two awardees and um, there was a big application process and an interview process and then a banquet that we all attended. And then it was a surprise at that banquet at the time. We all just were sitting there, you know, you've got your chicken and vegetables and you're <laughs> like, nobody's really mm-hmm. able to eat because we don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> it was live and in the moment. And, mm-hmm. and so that was, that was a huge blessing for me and for, for my family, um, for me to be able to continue my education and then um, bring it back full circle, I guess. So tell us what you're doing today on a day-to-day basis. What's your career today? Today, every day, I am the principal at Northview Elementary. That is the same school that I attended as an elementary student. So we have grades two through five. I love my job. I truly do. It's an incredible job. I've been at Northview now. This is year seven. Previous to that, I taught language arts. So when I graduated, I had an elementary education degree and um, love elementary. But when you graduate, and I especially mid-semester, I've graduated in December, you take what you can get, right? You needed a job. So there was a maternity leave and like a long-term sub opening, Um, but it was going to be middle school and high school. And I thought, yeah, I don't this know about I prepared that. For. <laughs> I don't know how this will go, but I took it because of course I needed that experience and I wanted to um, be at Mrs. Inouye. So I took that opportunity and I taught uh, freshman English for a portion of that time. I taught eighth grade college and career readiness for a part of that time. And it was a great experience. And then I learned that I really enjoyed middle school. So I stayed on at middle school and taught sixth grade English for seven years before I became an administrator and absolutely loved that role as well. I didn't realize that. So, so why kindergarten and first grade outside of the building um, or in a different building? Like, so second through fifth grade, but where do the kindergartners and first graders go? Sure. So our preschool kindergarten and first grade are actually at Westview elementary, just over the river in Jonesboro. Um, And just size wise, we are blessed by growth and expansion at Mississippi right now. So we have, um, there would not be any way really for us to have those other grade levels in our building right now, but previous to that when I was a student there, we did have different elementaries depending on geographical location. So, you know, Gas City kids attended East School and then Northview, Jonesboro kids went to West School and JC Knight at the time. So yeah. those those things have just shifted over time to kind of help um, change our, I, I don't know what I wanna say. Like the, yeah. As the like demographics the, of the demographics shifted, yeah, like to meet our needs, yes. Yep. Yeah, and more, and more of that hub learning too. Absolutely. So you have all the first grade teachers together, together. and they're yeah. collaborating together and doing definitely. all those things. So, definitely. So yes. growing up in Gas City, what was that like for you? I had a great experience growing up. Now we lived a little bit, like I mentioned, toward kind of not super country, but yeah. out of the city enough, which is very different from where we live now, um, that I didn't have like a neighborhood of friends. There were a couple kids maybe down the road, but it was a lot of my younger brother and me outside of school time. Um, so we hung out a lot. We got into all kinds of trouble um, outside <laughs> and did some did some wild things. My brother will tell you that I 
did terrible things to him, but it was all in love. I didn't have a sister. So if I wanted to put makeup on somebody, it was going on my brother. Um, there's a story that I won't get too far into that he tells that I put him in a freezer one time. It was, it was his dog house. He was my puppy. It wasn't that big of a thing. My mom came home from over it was. What's the age Whatever. What's three years. Three years, three years okay. younger than me. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, this feels wildly like my home life right now. Just okay. so it feels very clear. familiar. Like when Quinn and Leo were little and they would play house, she always made him be the dog. I was like, why can't he be like the neighbor or something? Like, why can't he be a human? I, I just call it being resourceful. You know, make the best of what we've got. Not a yeah. lot of kids. So yeah. he had to play all those roles. But right. we had an amazing time. I, my childhood was um, outstanding. My parents both worked. Um, they worked very hard for our family. I, looking back, I don't think you really grasp, um, your parents role and their sacrifices until you're an adult and you can go back and see how hard they work to provide for all the opportunities that we had. So I was very involved in dance. Um, growing up, I danced from three years all the way up to adulthood, even after having both of my kids. And I just recently stepped away from actually performing. Hmm. But that was a huge part of my life and I love it still to this day. So I danced at Playhouse um, right here, downtown Marion for my entirety of my childhood. And um, that yeah. was that Miss Debbie. Yes. Yes. Miss yes. mm -hmm. Debbie. And um, before her was Teal and she was incredible as well. Those ladies um, were a, a formidable um, force in my life when I was growing up with dance. So that was a huge part of my childhood as well. You mentioned your own children. What, what ages are they and what are they involved in here sure. in the community? I have two boys. Um, I have a fourth grader, Drew, and I have a second grader, AJ, and they are now both at my building this year, yeah. which is so <laughs> awesome. I have loved it. And I think they love it too. I was going to ask you if they think I, that's yeah. good too. I do think so. Yeah. I think they still love their mom and think I'm cool. I, yeah. I think that it's still okay that we're yeah. together, mm -hmm. um, which makes my heart very happy. But I just love having them at the same building as I am. Um, it's a very neat opportunity to just be able to see them in the hallway, get that little special smile and, and um, go on about our day. But they're involved in everything, absolutely everything, which is great. That's what I would want for them, right? Um, that's what we want for our kids is for them to be well-rounded and have experiences. And um, they're very different though. Um, they each enjoy sports, absolutely. Sports are a huge part of our comings and goings every day right now. They will play whatever sport is in season. So what's ever available, that's what we're doing. My oldest son is also on our competitive robotics team at school, and he is very into the world of robotics. Um, they, his team actually qualified to go to the state championship last year as his first year on the team as a third grader. So that was incredible. And I just cannot say enough about Mrs. Inouye's commitment to that, um, K-12 like STEM opportunity and robotics education um, programming. And, and I can see the benefits as a parent now, also as an administrator, because he got to participate in that. So we're always jumping from one thing to another. <laughs> always. And that goes for your husband too, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know your husband. I mean, we just met today, but I've known him through golf. Yeah. Since we were in high school. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I told him who I was, who I was coming, who I was talking to. Yeah. And, <laughs> yep. and he said, oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, and I feel like that's an interesting piece too, because golf was not a part of my world at all. Mm -hmm. Like not at all growing up, couldn't tell you anything, didn't know anything. And so when we met, 
And he had all of these connections, which is an awesome thing through the game of golf. He's passed that down to my boys as well. Mm -hmm. They both love to play golf and they will do that. And now that they're big enough that they can all go together, it's kind of nice. You get some alone time. I'm kind of like, yeah, guys, go do that. I'll see you in a few hours. You're going to be gone for four hours. Okay. Just enough time for me to get done what I need to do. Thanks. So is your husband a Mississippi grad as well? Or is he a Marion grad? Or where did he go to high school? He's a Marion grad. Yeah. So yeah. Across the river. He did. You know, the girl thing again, I think. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, he is um, definitely a proud Marion graduate. I am. I would never want to diminish that or take that away from him. And now he is also a proud Indian. Yeah. And so we have chosen to, you know, live in Gas City and per- pursue our careers at Mississinawa. He's also a teacher now. Um, and so we've made that decision as a family. And and I know that it's one that that we're proud of. And that yeah. I think that we made consciously and and with a lot of thought and we looked at houses in gas city and in marion and we wrestled with that for a while and but it's been wonderful his family is all here and and we're very close and and so it feels it feels very much like the perfect fit but yes we have a giant in the house (laughs) (laughs) what what has kept you guys here is it family or is there anything else that you'd say this is what's kept us in grant county I think family is is the first answer and maybe the easiest answer, but I also think um, this community just feels so um, supportive of of each other, of one another, right? I think we have so many opportunities for um, people to connect with one another, to become involved in our community. Our school community is kind of the um, the hub of Gassity and Jonesboro and Mill Township in that area. And I love being a part of that because there are so many school activities that also become community activities. And there's that outreach there. And um, so I think Grant County is holding on to us, not just because of our family, but also because there's opportunity to make make a difference here and to be um, involved in something greater than just what our everyday role is. Yeah. Where We Landed is supported today by Advanced Plumbing. Advanced Plumbing has been serving Grant and surrounding counties since 2000. Founded by Patrick Parnell, Advanced Plumbing has built a reputation for reliable, dependable, high-quality plumbing services at an affordable price. The legacy continues as Advanced Plumbing is now owned by Miranda Parnell-Lozier and her husband, Garen. With a full team of licensed, highly qualified plumbers, Advanced Plumbing is your go-to option for all commercial and residential plumbing needs. Call us today at 765-664-6061 for a free quote on your next plumbing project. So being from here, going to school here, choosing to make your life here, I'm sure you've heard it. Um, I've heard it. I know Kylie's heard it. And it's like, why did you stay there? Mm-hmm. Why didn't you go somewhere else? Like mm-hmm. what? what's kind of like, what do you dig down in your tool bag and like kind of combat that? that kind of narrative with, yeah. you know, some of your, you know, your schoolmates that you grew up yeah. with and, you know, people that are important to you, but like chose to make their life somewhere else. How Absolutely. do you combat that? That's good. You're, you're right. Because sometimes it's almost um, said with like a, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. you're, you're, you're still there. <clears throat> oh, and I'm like, leave. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's, it's very much, um, very much the opposite. I guess I feel like 
Um, I knew, like I mentioned earlier, that I wanted to do education. I knew I wanted to be involved in leadership. So for me, this community, my school, family, Grant County as a whole, was so instrumental in my development and and blessing me with the Lilly Scholarship so that I could attend school and and come back to me, it feels like just just servant leadership, just work that I want to do. It's something that the Lord has given me to do. I, I need to be here. I have a role. Um, I have something that I can offer to our families. And if I can give our families in our community just a little bit of that, that support or that feeling that I had growing up here and the positive experience that I had, if I can be a part of that, that's what I want to do. Yeah. That's what I tell them. Yeah, that's really awesome. Are there things that our community could be doing to support you or kids in second through fifth grade? So if you're looking for community support, is there anything in particular you'd say, man, I wish, or this does happen, but, but are there things that you would say, Hey, here's what we could be doing to support Mm -hmm. education. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like we have outstanding community partners right now that our school district works with. We have a lot of people who care deeply about our students and our families. I think one thing that we are working on always growing and trying to um, expand would be mentors for our young children. Um, And just having that, that idea of one trusted and one caring adult um, that some of our students do not have right now to plug into them, pour into their lives and kind of, and follow them um, and be that person for them. I'm always thinking about and looking for ways to increase mentorship opportunities for our students. What would that look like? Like what type of time commitment would you? What would that look like? Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I think I would. We would I mean, think about it together, if you right? Had all the resources and you could solve all the problems. Like right. here's if, all the answers. Like what 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 would that look like? I think it doesn't have to look nearly as scary or overwhelming as some might feel. I think that our children, especially the age group that I work with, um, are so um, impressionable and so moved by um, a small token of time. Um, We have kiddos that have partners from Radiant Health that come in and therapists that work with them and skills coaches. And it is a once a week, 30 minute time slot. And my goodness, they cannot wait for that time to come because they have that attention from a caring adult. Um, So I think that would look like uh, a person making a conscious decision and a choice to um, plug into that student's life for whatever time would be available because truly a small bit of effort and time goes a long way for some of our students who are in need. If somebody were interested in being a mentor, what would a process be or who would they reach out to? Is there somebody within the school that's beginning to think about that? Yeah. Or is it still kind of germinating? Yes. I would say yes to that. Mrs. Winter and I and the other administrators have had lots of conversations about what is the best way to support our students and how how do we go about making sure that um, those in the community who want to help have the the route um, to do that. So I think that would be, I would welcome a phone conversation, an email, um, any of those um, ideas that we could take then back to the table as a group and think about now, how can this work for all of us? Yep. One thing that makes Mississippi special, I think, is that we really have a pre-K through 12 philosophy in all the decisions that we make. 
the administrative team and my colleagues are very close. We're we really work well together. And I think when we sit together with Mrs. Winter and with Mr. Quarter and we talk about now how will making a decision at Northview not just benefit Northview, but how can this work for all of us? Um, that's a way that we've been able to see success and sustainability. Yeah. Amanda, what, what are you doing to develop yourself? So somebody who's pouring into others all the time. Is there anybody pouring into you or is there anything that you're doing to develop yourself as an administrator and continue to grow? I think I have one of the best networks of support with my colleagues. They um, truly know what it feels like in our roles because they're doing it too, just at another building level. Um, so our kind of group of those of us who are administrators talk often, talk openly, meet outside of school sometimes to have that time to decompress and to just be with others who kind of understand what we're, what we're doing. And the leadership from Leslie Winter and, and her mentorship of me as well, I think has been a huge component in why um, we are able to have that relationship. You know, she saw something in each one of us as leaders and put us into that role in that position so that um, she could kind of pour into us and then us to each other. And I, I can see her vision clearly now that I'm in it after stepping back and seeing her very intentional work to make that group come together that works so well together. Um but yeah, my family is incredibly supportive. Um, my husband is wonderful. He understands the demands of my role and really helps me balance our family life. And I, I know that a lot of people say this, so it's probably cliche, but you know, you leave work at work so that you can be present with your family, but you really have to do that. that that's yeah. a conscious decision that you have to make um, to make, I think, a job in leadership or in um, administration work at all. Yeah. That's really great. So we've talked about family. We've talked about your kids. We've talked about work. We've talked about your husband. And we talked about dance. What else do you do that's just for Amanda? Oh, my goodness. What else brings you joy that's just for Amanda? Okay. So I love, 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 love to travel. Usually mm -hmm. that involves my family, which is great. I want them to be with me, but I still feel like it's for me. Traveling is my jam. Yeah. I uh, find great joy in planning the next adventure. <laughs> uh, you're my people. <laughs> I am a planner. Yeah. And so I feel like getting there is half the fun. So um, if I don't have another trip booked or planned, I need one. Mm -hmm. I, I don't have anything to plan or to read blogs about or to watch YouTube videos <laughs> about. I need to know what's coming. So yeah. that's, um, that is something I love, love, love to do. I love to read as well, which kind of goes with that because I don't usually find myself with time to read just during normal everyday life. But if I'm traveling, I think I, I stack a pile of books and wait for my next trip and I take them with me and then it's like, oh yes, time to get into some good reading. So those are two things that come to mind that I really enjoy doing that are fulfilling for me. So where are your, some of your favorite places that you've traveled? So we just did over our spring break this past um, March and April, a road trip to the Grand Canyon. Mm. 
And that was an adventure because we had a very short time frame uh-huh. to cram this in. And we wanted to see with so many things. a first grader and a third grader. With the boys. <laughs> now, they, they're pretty good travelers. I think okay. that we just did it since they were babies. I mean, we've always taken them with us wherever we went. So they're kind of used to it. But um, it was kind of a caravan style. So my brother and his wife, my mom and dad, and then me, Andy, and the boys all took off on a 10 day adventure (laughs) out West. Oh, it was, it was really great. We actually rented a home, a big house in Williams, Arizona that we kind of stayed in as our hub, but we, we did day trips. So we did the Grand Canyon and then we went down to Phoenix and we saw a Cub spring training game while we were out there. And we went to Vegas for a couple of days and it was just, it was incredible. Mm. That was fun. My real jam, though, is cruising. I'm yeah. a cruise girl. I love being on the water. Um, I love being in tropical locations and being warm. <laughs> so, yeah, those are some of my favorite vacations as well. Awesome. Love it. Well, do you love have it. a favorite memory from this last trip that you could point to and say this is the best thing about the, the Grand Canyon adventure? Mm-hmm. I think that seeing those sites specifically like the Grand Canyon and some of the landscapes that we were able to see on our journey and some of the stops, intentional um, stops that we made along the way and seeing those things through my kids' eyes mm-hmm. um, was was by far my favorite part of the trip. We went to the Cadillac Ranch in Amarillo, Texas. You've probably seen pictures. <laughs> it's the long line of Cadillacs mm-hmm. that are kind of buried into the ground. It's, it's, it's an art you know, artwork. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, it just is, you go, there's really no signs to market. There's really nothing to denote that it's there. You see it along the side of the interstate, you pull over, you go up, grab a can of spray paint. Anybody can spray paint these cars. They're, they're coated in a really thick layer of spray paint. (laughs) And it was, it was incredible. Neat stuff like that. That just feels like, you know, America, (laughs) we're seeing it. We're doing it. Did your, when you were younger, did your parents, did you guys travel a lot oh, yeah. as a family? Oh, yeah. yeah. I think okay. that was probably where I got kind of the travel bug. And we did similar trips. You know, we did the uh, kind of like, um, you know, Chevy Chase and that <laughs> National whole, Lampoon. That National <laughs> Lampoon vibe. Mm-hmm. You know, we did like the RV Pilot to Yellowstone. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And um, at the time, I don't even think I appreciated it, of course, as much as looking back. And now I'm like, I want to take our kids to Washington, D.C., where we can learn some things. Like, <laughs> but yeah, I think I picked up on some of that from those experiences as a kid, for sure. Yeah. Well, I think the most important thing you said in all of that is you called it an adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think sometimes uh, things get get called vacation and there's an expectation <laughs> to Absolutely. not do much. And my family, we take adventures. That's, I have to call it that because I plan to be not rested when I return. Well, because then so like, right. yeah, if yeah. something goes wrong, you can just say it's part of the part adventure. Of, oh, yeah. uh-huh. Uh-huh. So that, that definitely came from my dad. My dad loves to say, always has, still does. Yeah. We're making memories. Yeah. So whether it's like good, it. it's bad, it might be a disaster, you know, it you got a memory out of making Mm -hmm. memories and so i love carrying that piece of kind of what my dad said all through childhood with me now and saying it to my own family (laughs) you're right it's an adventure it's an adventure you know iris i I came across this yesterday so i'm a part of this parenting forum so we've got a couple little kids and use of language is so important Mm -hmm. and they talked about sometimes couples will have disagreements or fights and they said never call it that 
always call it a regrettable incident. <laughs> ah. and I thought that was really good. Like regrettable incident. So, so hey, we've just had a regrettable incident, and uh, <laughs> let, let's talk through that. And so, I think that as you talk like about it. adventure, it's all about the so framing. I'm use that right. all How you the frame time. it? That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. I'm going to do a get to know you a little better question and I'm going to ask everybody in the group to oh to hone in on this. But if you could be any movie character, who would you be and why? Oh, gosh. I can start if you want me to. Yes. Yeah. Would that be helpful to give yep. you guys a chance to, since I was the one coming up with it. So I would be two Tom Cruise characters. I love his character. <laughs> in, <laughs> I love his character in A Few Good Men. So I don't know. That's my favorite movie of all time. A few good men, and then Maverick. I mean, I, of I, course, the, I, I, yeah. Right. And a lot of people have told me I'm a lot like Tom Cruise. So. <laughs> <laughs> Who told you that? I don't think I'll I, I, those are people in my head. <laughs> so any anything Amanda or Kylie or oh, Iris, any oh anybody gosh. that you'd be movie character. <laughs> So a fictional character. It could be. It could, could be, be fictional. Yeah, could be anybody. Amanda, do you have anybody that pops to mind? This, this is really, this is difficult, I yeah. think. Because I'm trying to decide, am I am I choosing a person because I like who they are in the movie and I'm entertained by that? Or uh, yeah, are they so, aspirational? Yeah, circle or? back to me. Circle back. <laughs> All right. Iris, um, you got one? Or Kylie? Hmm. This is totally like out of character. And maybe that's why I like it's so uh, interesting to me. But uh, Robin Williams character in Dead Poets Society. Oh, so good. So yeah. good. I can't remember. What it's been years since I've seen that movie, but like it still sticks with me. And, is, that's, is that, and that's not like I've never had a desire to be a teacher or mm. anything, but something no, about it's good. Okay, Dead Post Society, is that where he, the uh, Matt Damon says, uh, how about them apples? No. Which movie is that? <laughs> that that's, it's Ben Affleck. It's, uh, oh my God. We're uh, gonna Goodwill embarrass, hunting. Yeah, we're going to embarrass hunting. ourselves right. on this right. podcast. Goodwill right. hunting. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, for me, I think I'm going to go also a little bit off of the wall here. One of our favorite movies as a family to watch. And one of my personal favorites is remember the Titans. Mm -hmm. So I feel like Denzel Washington's character in that movie is, um, someone I would want to aspire to be like, he faces challenges with such grace and perseverance and, um, has a mission and has a goal in mind and does not stop until he achieves that. And I just, I love that movie. I love his character. So I that's a Denzel. really good one, Amanda. I like that too. No pressure. Next question. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm literally like I just as soon as you said pick a character, I went blank. <laughs> well, my secret, break. my second answer was Elle Woods from Legally Blonde. Oh, <laughs> Elle Woods. Yeah. I, I okay. So fair. Probably the first thing that popped in my head was Barbie, but um, I'm not going any deeper with that. <laughs> have all three of you seen that yet? Yes. I have very not. good. I have not. I very have good. not either. I think that my wife is going to do that. Yes. Um, so, she needs to watch that. Yeah, so she I would enjoy know. it. Um, so favorite age growing up? For myself. Oh, my goodness. I loved high school. I I loved my experience in high school. I am someone who would say I would go back and relive that again if I could. I think there's just something about being young and 
wild and free. I don't know. Yeah. That maybe not, that might not fit. It's this. like the uh, no bills thing yeah, for me. It just feels like you just kind of are on the verge of being an adult, but you're not really yet. Mm-hmm. And all of those first, you know, yeah. first driving a car and the proms and the, just the experiences with your friendships. And I, I would probably do high school again if I could. That Any advice you'd give me. yourself at that oh, age? Oh my goodness. I think it is very true um, that we, as we get older, are so much more self-assured and so much less driven by what other people think mm. about what we're doing and more confident in kind of our inner um, self. So yes, I don't know how much 16-year-old me would listen to this, but <laughs> um, to to really let my voice be my guide and um, not to spend too much time worrying about um, the outside input of yeah. others and, mm-hmm. and just how little that will end up mattering in adulthood and the grand scheme of life. Mm-hmm. That's really great. What That's were really your great. two? Do you have a favorite age growing up, Iris? Um, I think I'm stuck at the age of 19 in my brain. Uh. I think I'm still 19. <laughs> I'm like 19 with my kids. Like I'm 19, uh. but like all the other things come along. So right. I don't know why that was. I think that was, I definitely go along with uh, finally becoming independent or getting a chance to like start to become who I was going to be, not knowing like who that was or what that was, but just the freedom to do it. So, yeah. Yeah. I think college aged as well. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I've, <laughs> I think we talk about this all the time. I, for some reason, have lost all of my memories of college and like a lot of my childhood. Like I think too many concussions playing rugby or something. But like college to me was uh, that was when I think back, those were the the good old days. days. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I never wanted to leave high school. Oh, Mm -hmm. we know this. Yeah. I yeah. loved high school. Like you, man. I mean, pretzel for life. Pre- it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was our high school mascot was the pretzels. The pretzels. Mm-hmm. So it, can you imagine wanting to leave that? I, <laughs> Who would want to leave that? I'm speechless. That's amazing. Yeah. So, it, but yeah, I, in fact, my, one of my best high school friends were in a fantasy football league together. And, um, and so we still keep in touch with that. And so, so it's, it's great time of life. <laughs> I I am curious. So, growing up in a house where my mom was an educator, do you have any pet peeves? Um, and and as an administrator or as an educator, that you'd say, and these are some big pet peeves of mine. Like as far as things that drive you crazy that teachers are are doing that I could see be, or could be with kids, my own kids could be your own. Oh kids. my goodness! I've I I will I will go ahead and rat out my own kids yeah. right now. They. <laughs> Bless their hearts. They're great students, great boys. I love them with all my heart, but they do not listen well to mom or dad. Like we know nothing right now. We're at that age and maybe it's going to be this way forever. I, I hope not, but like I've, I've taught for a couple of years, you know, I kind of know a thing or two, right. but I'm not able to help on fourth grade homework. <laughs> right? You know, my son and I do not do spelling words together. The, the, I, uh, he argues with me and I'm like, I already did my spelling test. Like I know how to spell these words. So you're on your own. I'm done. We're done (laughs) arguing. That's a pet peeve right now. We're we're struggling with that. But it, I I think it's the same like golf, like dad knows a thing or two, apparently. But if they go out and play together, it's like, I got this. I don't need you to tell me anything. I'm good. I don't need any help. So I love their fierce 
uh, independence. Yeah, you're raising. I, I think that so, will yeah. serve them well at <laughs> some stage, but right now at the homework table, mm-hmm. it's a struggle. Yeah, right now. I feel you. Uh, I'm going to give you one of my pet peeves. So I, <laughs> I knew he was staging this question. Did yeah. You? Yeah. Yeah. He was so setting it up he wanted so that he could answer Something it. he had to share. <laughs> yeah. Something to get off his chest. And then be thinking about th- this okay. would be a regrettable incident. <laughs> 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 but 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 as we get after this, we'll, we'll wrap up and allow you to share something that maybe you're watching right now that you'd recommend or books that you're reading or things that you're listening to. So I get this text yesterday morning. He's gonna oh, read gosh. It. Yeah. He's going to read it. I, I am going to read it. So my son is three and a half. Leo is his name. And so I just I thought this will be an uh, easy question to reach out to my wife. I just got to the office. I said, how'd the boys do getting to school yesterday? Mm-hmm. So he goes to preschool. Leo did not do well. Stole candy, lots of it, <laughs> and pooped his pants. <laughs> <laughs> no more candy. It has a negative side effect on him, and I'm done dealing with it. <laughs> if you know something is harmful to him, why keep giving it to him? I am an hour and a half away. Like I, <laughs> I did not give him the candy. But she said, let's treat candy like it's harmful because it is. So my pet peeve is I don't think candy is harmful. Oh, I, I love oh. me some candy. Oh, so, Leo. Scott, I think poor, you're... I'm staying out of this one. Yeah. I think, you might, I think you might be wrong on this one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I am. I, I get home last night. There is no candy in the house. It's all been trashed. <laughs> so, but, so I'm But candy-less. let's be honest. Who really wants the candy? No, it's totally me. <laughs> I just like that she gave you the script. Like, yeah. Let's say candy is harmful. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, Got it. You, you would love her. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us so. what are the things that you're learning? What are the things that you're listening to, watching on TV? Anything that we should, it, any podcast you're listening to? It could be. Uh, okay. Fun. I, for fun. What I watch on TV is not going to help anybody learn anything. Yeah. I can and promise it, it you that. It doesn't have to be learned. Um, Right. So maybe we start with that one and then yeah. then I'll give a serious answer. But I, I'm i like a reality TV junkie because here's here's my theory. So, you know, I, I work hard at school during the day. I come home, I'm kind of tired. Then we have kids activities, right? We eat at some point in there, mm-hmm. maybe. Everybody mm-hmm. gets to bed and then I've got nothing kind of left in the tank. So I don't really want to use that time trying to learn new things or Same. I'm just looking to check out at that Same. point. So my go-to right now is mm-hmm. all of the various spinoffs of the 90 day fiance world. <laughs> okay. Now guys, I just really want to recommend to you. You can't, I shouldn't have said you can't learn from this show. There's a lot to learn about different countries, about different cultures. It's, it's almost like, um, oh, gosh, it's, that's it's so almost something education. Almost, something. Almost there. But it is a great time. Right. It's also a great time. Full transparency. We only ask this question because we want to make sure we're watching good things too. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um I friends, I finally have something to contribute here. Oh yeah. I normally watch like documentaries and like try to be pretty like learny with my outside inputs. I fell down a rabbit hole Uh-oh. this weekend. With Farmer Wants a Wife. What? <laughs> have you guys High seen quality this? television. No. Yes. Farmer you Wants a Wife. Absolutely. This is like a book title in like the children's section at the library. <laughs> it is a television show. Where do you find show. this? It was on Hulu. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, did, I did nap through parts of it, but the parts I did see were 
so cringy. And, <laughs> and, but yeah. she just kept watching. But I just I don't watch it. Yeah, you can't turn it off. You yeah. can't look away. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Anything else? Um, so I'm, I guess I'm not really a regular, when I listen, I'm a music girl. Yeah. I'm very much a musically inclined person. I love music. I love lots of kinds of music. Um, that's a big part of, I think maybe also what I do in my spare time. I love concerts. I love live music. So mm. I'm not usually a podcast listener. I'm usually music on in the background listener at all times. Um, I think we just became best friends. Well, yes. Yes. Let's hang for out real. After this. For real. Live music is my jam. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Do you happen to watch Southern Charm? I have not seen Southern oh. Charm, but is this I can one add now? it to my you list. Watch it, Scott? No. Oh my gosh. It is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. What is it's it on about? Bravo, right? Bravo? I, I, oh. I don't know where it's at, but instead of watching Monday Night Football, we watched <laughs> Southern Charm last night. <laughs> Southern and it's kind of these 30-ish... But it's in Charleston, South Carolina, and I think it is hilarious. So anyway. I'm sure I, I would it. love it. Yep. So yeah, I'd so be all in too. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be all in. Southern yeah. charm. There you go. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, books, anything you're reading or? I, yeah. Yeah. So aside from my read for pleasure stack that I just keep aside for, you know, those vacation times when I like to fly through those fun books. Right now, I have just started getting into Atomic Habits. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, everybody's like, yes. Yeah. So one of my colleagues recommended it and she was just talking about, for her, it was um, the concept of trying to incorporate that into some like healthier living. Mm -hmm. um, but she really spoke highly of it. So I, I got it, had just kind of started um, getting into it and really thinking about how that concept of, just changing small things can really compound um, and have a greater payoff. So I'm liking that right now. That's nice. where my mind is at on Atomic Habits. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Amanda, we are so grateful that you came in with us today. Um, and we know you got to get back to the kiddos. So thank you for being here. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And we will see you next week. Bye. Thank you for having me. Later. Today's podcast was engineered by Kyra Montero of Frequency Canvas.